life Behind the game, behind the game I got game, she got game We got game, they got game He got game, it might feel good It might sound a little something of the game If it ain't saying nothing What up? Happy Wednesday, or actually happy Tuesday. Get me, uh, I've got to find my head again. This is the Desiree Show on Dash Radio. First downs and flip tricks, and it is the fourth day of June, and I hopefully I, I, I got that right. Um, it's been a busy few days for me, uh, but I've got a busy, awesome few days for me, and I've got an awesome guest for you guys today. Uh, I actually, I got to play, um, you got to pay to play. So uh, I got my uh, token... I don't know if you'd call it a token. I got a really nice uh, snake bite on my from my board on Wednesday night, and so uh, stitches were required. However, I didn't get them. I was too late. The guys at the uh, at the ramp fixed me up with butterflies, and I got my tetanus shot. So I'm good for ten years now, uh, but I can't skate yet. So I'm a little stir crazy and a little off my A game. But uh, despite that, uh, I- I'm I'm. It's just part of it. It's just part of the deal. You you know. And so anyway, so I. I was due. Um, I also got to go to this phenomenal art show at Cerritos College, art and music with Ray Barbie played, Mark Waters, Brian Brannon, Mofo. I mean, it was got Tim Kerr. There was and there was a phenomenal group of artists that showed their work: Rich, Rich Jacobs, Jai Tanju, Mofo as well, Ray Barbie, Tobin Yellen, Ignatius as well. There was just a grip of artwork, amazing artwork, just an amazing event. And they had this really cool thing they did at an elementary school yesterday uh, where they actually go in and they give, they bring all these phenomenal artists uh, with a skate and music background usually, but big time artists. And then they go and talk to these elementary school students and they give them a project. They And the kids take it and kind of interpret it either literally or how they view it. Um, and then they go and they do these murals and they have sort of a contest and the kids end up getting like last year, a kid got a shepherd fairy, uh, original, you know, and, uh, just a really rad thing. Then they all go in with music. And so all the guys were there yesterday as well. And they got the entire school to all, you know, with some form of instrument to play, and they all jammed together. Just a beautiful thing. Anyway, so that's what you want to follow, Desiree underscore Astorga, or at the Desiree Show. You don't want to miss this kind of stuff. I was posting that uh, on Saturday night, as well as I was at Chargers, OTA 7, last one before mini camps. Really, really cool thing, and obviously you guys want to follow me so you can kind of stay privy of what's going on, but... What was so awesome yesterday, like the biggest thing for me was after practice, and this is voluntary still, so no, no, Gordon, no Melvin, no Melvins, uh, Gordon or Ingram uh, there. However, you know, afterwards, Travis Benjamin and Keenan Allen are playing catch and probably like 40, at least half of the players were still on the field playing and practicing, which was so cool. So it was on uh, the podium. You could hear them in the background, and it was just really cool. But anyways, without further ado, the reason why you guys are tuning in is to hear my phenomenal guest I've got on today. Um, he's, let's see, let me get my intro here because it's, it's, it's an extensive one. He also, he's another one that also impacts everybody that he, his life touches. It's really rad. Um, he's a, he's a freaking ripper on his skateboard. He's sadly a Lakers fan, uh, <laughs> but we won't talk about that. Uh, he's a do-gooder. He's always, he's kind of putting us all to shame. Uh, you don't want to miss this phenomenal man. He's super inspiring and coming all the way from Texas. Is that? No, where did I get Texas? 
I've been to Texas. I, I think <laughs> last time I saw you, you were coming when you came on. You had just come back from Texas. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, he's X Games competitive skateboarder. He was a director. He's a husband. He's a father. He's a community man. Um, he's got in special projects and a special projects manager. He's a filmer. He's he's out shooting uh, as well the Lakers uh, and amongst other things. And he's a part of the Adaptive Action Sports um, Network, and also he is part of the Sheckler Foundation. He's a crucial part, Mr. Oscar Lorado Jr. Hi, Desiree. Thank you. Thank Welcome. You yeah, thanks cool for coming. Intro. Thank in. you. Appreciate that. Yeah. Sorry, I kind of fumbled. <laughs> I did forewarn you. I, I like my. I'm just not on. Yeah, I don't know what it is. So I, I was pretty much really. Yeah, that was an early gash. I saw your photos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everyone's like, oh, did you glue it? No, but the guys wanted to glue it. Any any injuries for you? Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, I've had tons of injuries, but this is the most current. What's the most current? Uh, uh, most current. It won't knock on for Micah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> torn meniscus in my left knee. Ouch. Like twice, like on both sides in the last like two years. So that, that kind of sucked. Uh, broken ankle, uh, broken collarbone. Uh, the ligaments was the hardest to deal with, like the knee stuff, the most recent, like yeah. that really sucked. Like that was the hardest to really get over. How do you get over an injury? Um, you know, I mean, cause we all have our mindset. Like I, mm-hmm. you know, like you kind of have to put your energy into some other outlet, at right. least for me, mm-hmm. or you can just go down the barrel. I mean, yeah. you can just go down and out. Uh, when I was younger, I just would uh, dive into, like, partying and stuff and video games. But as I got older, like, just more focused on stuff like I, I would work for towards my career, like, got into editing more, learn new techniques or filming or just uh, try to keep myself busy. I mean, now, like, after having kids now, it's just, like, if I'm injured, I could just focus on the kids and the family. No, that's cool. And, I, and you shared recently on your uh, Instagram, and you can follow Oscar at Oscar Loretta Jr. Um, and one of your... One of your children skateboarding. Yeah, my youngest, he's five. Uh, I'm pretty stoked. He's always wanting to go like almost every day now. Now they're on um, summer vacation, so like they go to private school. It ended early, but uh, now they're he's always wanting to skate, so it's it's sick. That's right. Yeah. That, that's a special gift. Now let's. Uh, I'm going to give people a background a little bit. You know mm-hmm. that maybe perhaps don't know you. You are. I don't know. You've you you were possi- potentially born with some limitations, mm-hmm. a congenital birth defect. Correct. Um, without a left foot, a yep. left hand, and four fingers uh, on your right hand, and mm-hmm. yet you haven't let anything stop you. No, it was. Uh, I really have to like attribute that to my like my family, my mom and my sister, just the upbringing I was raised in, and just how they instilled like you know you are gonna have challenge. Everybody has challenges. Like yours are more abundant or apparent than others, but like you could do whatever you really. As cliche it sounds, like you could put your mind to it and you'll be able to do it. So yeah, uh, really, just like that. Just never let any of that hinder me down. First skateboard, how'd you get? I mean, how you you know you come but like mm-hmm. nothing, and obviously you said your family and your mom, right? That nothing limited you, mm-hmm. um, going into everything. Yeah. When was the first time that you wanted to pick up a skateboard, and when is the first time you did pick up a skateboard? Uh, it was pretty late in my life. Like I was about maybe the first time I saw one. Uh, it was like junior high and stuff. I saw like, you know, ads and my other kids at school skated. But the first time I was really like fascinated by it was by my cousin, Peter. He had come over like a family party and like he had his friend with him and they were just skating my driveway. And I had never seen that before, like so close and personal. So and then they were doing kickflips off the curb and that like blew my mind. So that that's where I, I think I fell in love. And then immediately, just like I remember the next day asking my mom for one. And then my first board was a toy machine. Who's board? <laughs> Uh, I think it was Templeton. It was the one, was yeah, it was the one with the devil and the, the American flag uh-huh. right in front of it. So that was the one I had. That was my first deck. Sick, yeah. sick. 
And uh, and from there, what I mean, obviously this this you know you got the bug. You right. Know, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It blossomed like and then uh, going into high school, we I like moved cities. So like um, <clears throat> in the new high school to just learn how to skate. Like that's where all my friends came from was just from skateboarding. Just uh, met them at the skate park. And then the, I grew up in Downey. They didn't have a skate park at the time, so we'd always skate the park where the uh, skate park ended up getting built. But in the back, they had these uh, baseball ledges, like uh, the seats. Mm-hmm. We would skate those ledges, and that was like the meetup spot, and then just skate around town. Right. Mm-hmm. And who, you got an Ed Templeton board, but what's, were there any skateboarders? Or, I mean, was it just sort of your posse of skaters that sort of inspired you or kind of, you know, that you aspired to be like or... Who were those people, those mentors in skateboarding for you? Uh, for me, it was uh, there's a, a good handful. I mean, at first uh, initial was just the group of friends that I had growing up in Linwood and Downey uh, until not getting into magazines. Like Osiris the Storm was the first skate video I ever saw. Mm-hmm. So that really, like, you know, blew my mind. And, and Whose part? Um, everybody's, everybody's part, really. Part. <laughs> like, okay, so Jerry, you're not going to limit I think the, the standout <laughs> was Jerry Hasu for sure. Okay. Um, and just seeing him skate, the way he skated and his style and grace, like, you know, I didn't know anything about that. So, I, like, I just really tried to become a student of it and watch as many films and study the magazines as I could. Well, you've made quite an impact in the skateboarding community. I will Thank say you. that. Thank I mean, you. I you know, I think I'm, I'm, we met what, at the barracks got years ago. Yeah. Um, and I think, I don't even think you guys had a child yet. No. Right? No, no, no. Okay. my wife and I, we were uh, dating at the time still. Okay. But, um, <laughs> but I met her through, like, skateboarding as well. Like, she, uh, funny, she, she doesn't, I mean, she, it happened, but she used to work at the park, uh, the skate park. She was mm-hmm. a park ranger, and she'd call the cops on me the first time we met because <laughs> I was skating <laughs> the park without a helmet. And then, uh, but we didn't start dating until years later, but like uh, until college. But for that barracks event, she um, she would always help me out when I was with uh, the Bristol Projects Manager for mm-hmm. Adaptive Action Sports for like the past 11 years. Um, she was the one helping me out, coordinating those events, coming, helping out run the booths and things like that because I was new to the nonprofit world. I didn't know how any of that worked really, and she was actually going to school for like nonprofit, like recreation, oh, really? like their management and stuff like that. Right, a match made in heaven. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty sick. Now, what um, let's what is your role now? Because I know it's it has shifted. You've been involved, obviously, mm-hmm. as a competitor, um, always giving back as well, but also really helping as well with adaptive all the adaptive action right. sports athletes. Well, for me, it was uh, like adaptive skateboarding is kind of like the term that's new and around there, but um. I was working with Adaptive Action Sports for the longest. Like that's they kind of like I started off with them, was their team rider. They were growing their adaptive skateboard program, um, and at the same time, in conjunction with that, they were getting uh, adaptive snowboarding into like Paralympics and stuff. Because the founder Amy Purdy mm-hmm. and uh, Daniel Gale, they were snowboarders at heart, you know, and they loved action sports. So like once they met me and they filmed, a, uh, they formed a skateboard team. Like it was pretty much all, all hands on deck and everything was set. But as soon as, like, the Olympics became real for them on snowboard, I kind of asked them to, like, take the realm and be like, hey, let me run the reins of the skate side. And then that's basically where I just started everything and learning everything that I've been doing now. It's amazing. You know, I mean, you guys, you, you all, I mean, any, any, skateboarding inspire, you know, as a skateboarder, you're inspired by other skateboarders. Mm-hmm. And then you, I see, I don't see you with any limitations ever. Nice. I've never have, you know, and mm-hmm. like that's, but I know that you also empower and inspire so many kids and so many other, other people that have dealt with some form of adversity, right? Uh, whether physical or, or not. Yeah. No, and that's the goal. Like uh, for me personally, like 
seeing John Comer skate was the first time that I was like, oh, wow, somebody, you know, like myself can do it. He rides for Powell. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I remember watching his Wheels of Fortune, the 411 videos and just like being blown away. Like, dude, like this guy's got a leg like me. Like, you know, so. How does he kickflip? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that ad. Um, come to find out like later on, because he and I are good friends now. And he like, he finally like confessed to me. He was like. Oh yeah, that ad was kind of like a joke ad, and I never really did it. And I was like, "Oh, now you're gonna make me. Oh. Now I have to go do it." <laughs> so <laughs> it's been cool. Like we have this great rapport, and he's like, kind of like you know handing the baton and stuff like that. But seeing Comer skate was really what propelled and launched me and stuff. So that's kind of just been the goal and with all the adaptive skateboarding stuff I've been doing. We're like, just hopefully there's a younger kid out there who'll see us or myself or whoever skating with one leg or one arm or whatever and want to skate because it changes lives. Like it's. In a good way. <laughs> well, and hence why it's so difficult when we're injured. Right. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, because that's like crazy. my balancer. You know, mm-hmm. that's like my spiritual balancer. You know, even though I can't do what I used to be able to do. It right. sucks getting old. Yeah. You're not there yet. <laughs> no. I'm working Wait my way you, there. Yeah, I'm no, it sucks there. getting old. No, but it's, I mean, it was still like, because I can't do what I used to be able right. to do, but I still, it still completes me. It still feels good. Like yeah. last Tuesday after we skated, um, uh, David Reyes and I and um, went down and went to uh, Black's, checked out, saw mm-hmm. Bethany and Justin's spot, but street skated. Um, just, I mean, street skate. They did. I just skated, you know, but it felt so good even yeah, just, just to cruising. roll around, mm-hmm. you know, like I forgot. I've been wanting to street skate like a parking lot, right? you know, just to hit some, no, you know, hit some stuff. But anyways, it just, it just makes you feel good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you're a skateboarder at heart, like, and you love it, like I've had friends that have told me like, oh, I know I feel weird. You know, it's been a few weeks. I've been off. And I was like, well, have you skated? And they're usually it's like, the answer is like, no. It's like, well, yeah, like, go hello. skate. Like, yeah. yeah, you got to de-stress, whatever it is Get now. Get grumpy if you can't skate yeah. for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So who, uh, who, what, who do you skate with normally? Uh, I just got my group of friends. Uh, my buddy yeah, that's Steven, what I mean. uh, <laughs> Brian. Uh, let's see, there's Chris, Eddie, Andy. Um, this summer's coming up. Like, the, I always look forward to the summers because that's when I usually see the adaptive crew. Like, so this, uh, this Sunday we have a contest at Fontana, Fontana South Skate oh, Park, so. A lot of the guys are flying in. And then Friday, we're doing the uh, Sheckler Foundation. In Sacramento. Stop number two. Yeah, yeah, you're a busy, so, yeah, jet yeah, flooding so, guy here. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be sick. Like, just came back from London with the Olympic stuff and the panels and Inescape. So it's like just, you know, it's a dream country. It's just sick just being able to travel. And, but seeing the, in the summer, seeing all those guys, it always hypes me up because we get to film and skate with each other and like only really see each other maybe twice a year. So it's sick when these contests come around. Yeah. Now, London, let's talk about that too. Mm-hmm. You're out for SLS, London. Uh, stop. And some meetings there for yeah. the, like, so fill us in. Uh, yeah, so I'm on the uh, board of directors for USA Skateboarding as the uh, Paralympic uh, athlete representative. So they had this thing in conjunction with the Smithsonian called Inescape, mm-hmm. this, uh, the Lemonstone Center, um, just showing the evolution and technology of skateboarding. And then so I was a part of these panels talking about adaptive skateboarding and the technology and then the road to the Paralympics, hopefully skateboard with skateboarding in the Olympics now. It should be a no-brainer that it's going to be in the Paralympics. So, just trying to uh, do some more work in the in the front to make that happen. How how long? What is? Do you know? Have they given you a general sort of ETA of, of the process or the time process that this would take for the Paralympics, especially when it's already in the Olympics? There's a lot. Uh, there's still stuff that I'm learning, but uh, from my understanding right now, whenever a new sports introduce the Olympics, like skateboarding, surf, and everything that's going to be debut next year, it doesn't automatically jump into the Paralympics. They got to see how they do. I guess in the regular Olympics, and then, and then if there's enough participation, I believe as well, numbers and art, and that's what I'm trying to advocate for. It's just to have it already, so then when they look at it, they can be like, "Oh, this has been going on for years," 
but I guess they'd look and see if, you know, if there's enough participants and then they voted into the Paralympics. Okay. Now any possibility there would be a demo during the Olympics? Yeah, hopefully, I mean, yeah. you know, because big... I know that they're going to do that with big air. I believe mm-hmm. um, it'll be a demo sadly for those guys. That's, that's not I right. Mean, but, um, and I, I don't think a vert demo though. I mean, no, or, right? I'm not sure. I mean, that's a trip too, that there's so many disciplines in skateboarding. Like there's, you know, there's downhill, there's, you know, there's, every, there's big air, there's everything like adaptive. Um, hopefully I think that's one goal. I think, uh, we're going to do a demo hopefully next year in Japan. They did one in 2010 at the Vancouver Paralympic games. Oh, I got invited to that and we we're in the opening ceremony. We had a demo in there. Right. So that was pretty cool. So that's like, that was my first taste of like the Olympic culture. And so far though, being on the board, like it's, it's good. It's being run by skaters. So it's not going to be nothing, you know, too jank, no, no weirdness or anything like that. Yeah, well, no, but I mean, I know my mom was Olympic diver uh, or was supposed to go. And the Olympics, like I know there's always been sort of politics with every country. Right. Uh, every sport mm-hmm. uh, or discipline, you know, and, uh, you know, they they denied her. Like they denied the diving, all the divers. She came, oh. she got flown out by Gillette Razors to train with Sammy Lee mm-hmm. and um, was supposed to go. And Belgium opted not to send any divers. Uh, they only sent... Uh, swimmers or oh, something. Wow. So I mean, there's there. It's crazy how it's you know. I, so I've seen. Yeah, there's, there's a lot always of a there's a lot sure. of funny. You know, I mean, every it's not no sport I think is void of it. So right. it's just sort of these wrinkles to to get ironed out. Yeah. So your thoughts on the Olympics then is pretty exciting. I yeah, mean, I'm excited. I mean, it's going to take skateboarding that was has this like negative stigma. I mean, to the core, it's always going to be core. And it's going to be skateboarding for whatever it is to you. You're the individual, which is the f- most fantastic thing about skateboarding. I think, but with the Olympics, it's just going to make it more of a household name. And I think for me personally, it's going to take away that negative stigma that maybe society looks at it, but you dirty, know, yeah, dirty just, and unemployed and not kidding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, 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 oh, you're like, you're what age and you're still riding this piece of toy. Like, yeah. come on, you know? So I think it's going to take that away. It's going to be create more like after school programs for inner cities and stuff like that. Cause I think that's going to be sick. I think you're going to see more an influx of skateboard parks in inner cities. There's already, you know, a good majority, and and I think the skateboard scene is doing a great job in that regards. But I think it's sick. Olympics gonna be sick. But I mean, to who to the court? Like, we had this great conversation at the Inescape panel. Like, one guy asked a question about um, his fears and stuff about skateboarding, and my answer, like my, the way I put it, was like, if it's your favorite punk band trying a new genre, like you know, if they put on an emo album, you're gonna think that album sucks, and just listen to the good album. So that's skateboarding too. Like you know. For the core heads, it's still going to be core and whatever you want it to be. You can go down a six-pack at the park and you can still, for the athletes, it's going to be a training session for them. You know, it's still going to be whatever you make it, and it's still sick. Well, hence, I mean, even just this last weekend, everyone up in Oregon, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, which was, and I, oh, it made me miss those Oregon trips, like all the skate parks and just skating in Lincoln City, and um, but the true... Are part of the tr- one of the true elements, I should right. say, of skateboarding. But just that raw and love, and like all your friends and barbecuing, and mm-hmm. you know, crashing in a bunch of hotels, and yeah. you know, some in their own hotel, others in multiple, you know, multiple people in each hotel. Right. Uh, traveling, uh, you've had the opportunity to travel, obviously. Best trip or ones that sort of stand out the most to you? Uh, the adaptive ones are my favorite. Uh, Twenty fifteen, I think, is the the pinnacle for me so far um we were able i was a i was with adaptive action sports still at the time as their like skate managed team team manager mm-hmm. um we got a, like a 5k grant from element at the time thank you element <laughs> um and we were able to coordinate this like four-stop adaptive skate tour where we went across like 
uh, we were at the LMSK Cap in Sequoia, U.S. Open in Huntington, um, went to Transworld Park in San Diego, uh, Texas for the, some events over there. So, like, that year was the best year for sure because we were just on it and killing it with the contest and just, you know, trying to get uh, make our mark on the map and get ourselves known. What's it mean to be, you know, be a part of the skateboarding community to you? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think it's just something where you finally, for me, it's like you finally fit in, you know, the skateboarding community. Uh, I've been, I said this throughout the whole weekend in London. It was like, it's, it was just all inclusive. It was already all welcoming naturally, you know, like there wasn't anything weird like us traditional sports or being in school where you have to wait to get picked by somebody or anything like that. Like if you want to go skate, you go skate. Like obviously it's funner with friends, but if you want that soul session and you need that individual space, you could do that too. And that I think, like I said, that's the raddest part. And I think uh, all facets of the skate community are great because it encompasses everything. So if you want to be the punk rebel one day or the, like I said, like the athlete the next, like it's whatever, like you could just make it your own and do it. Uh, totally. Now let's talk about this, uh, this event in Fontana for people that mm-hmm. want to come that we, you know, we broadcast in Los Angeles. However, this, you know, the show airs in all the Chryslers and it's mm-hmm. all over, but anyone in the Inland Empire, Orange yeah. County, Los I. Angeles, LA, anywhere, Ventura, yeah. whatever, this event is coming up. It's this weekend. Yeah. Well, and or let's talk about this, and then I want to talk about Sacramento. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so this Sunday, it's this Saturday and Sunday, the Fontana Contest is put on by uh, the group called SoCal WCMX. WCMX, basically, I call it adaptive skateboarding. It's just another discipline in it. They call it wheelchair motocross. If you've seen it, it's, it's the guys and gals in the wheelchairs, and they're, like, ripping the skate parks. And, like, Aaron's doing backflips off yeah, the Yeah, I saw that. I was gnarly. <laughs> yeah. I saw that the other he day. He just learned, like, he was. we hung out in London with him and Dan Mancina, and um, he was just doing a, he was showing a video of, uh, he just did, like, a three, three, a 360, but it kind of looks like a rodeo flip. It looks like he three flips in his wheelchair. Wow. <laughs> and then lands like it's sick. Damn, those, those guys are just, it's just a mind-boggling. Mm-hmm. So this is all going down at yeah, Fontana this weekend. So Fontana this weekend, Fontana South, uh, they're going to have the adaptive, skate contest and then the wcmx contest so if you're an adaptive rider come on out uh registrations only i think like 20 25 bucks uh there's cash prizes and then uh if you're in the area just come out and support and watch some craziness go down because that skate park's fun it's big and uh it's like perfect eight, for these guys too that eight foot bowl is where i pop my chin open in. Oh, really? i love that bowl though <laughs> yeah. it's a fun bowl it is <laughs> yeah, another injury hello no. <laughs> yeah so um, and anyone interested maybe possibly thinking mm-hmm. about Trying to get oh, on yeah, the skateboard. Yeah, on Saturday or, they're having clinics all day. Yeah, so if you're, you know, if you're a wheelchair user and you ever, you never thought of riding a skate park in your wheelchair, it's possible. They'll come out and teach you. They got all the gear, the helmets and stuff. And then uh, we'll be there Sunday morning trying to, if you want to ride, learn how to ride a skateboard. And you know, if you have some kind of impairment, we can help you out and get you on a skateboard. Right on, and and inspire you. Yeah. To be like, whoa, okay, exactly, dang. <laughs> and then your uh, Friday, you're flying out to Sacramento. And Friday, be the change. Yeah. Uh, so Friday evening, we're gonna be at the uh, Sacramento skate park, I believe. And then uh, skating, it's gonna be stop number two to give the uh, grant recipient their ten thousand dollar check for being the change, and uh, with the Shackler Foundation. So that's gonna be a lot of fun and sick. Yeah. And what does it mean for you to be a part of this uh, to work with the Shackler Foundation and? Uh, it's really an honor to be working with the Shrek Foundation. They're doing amazing stuff. Um, they've really been a big uh, integral supporter of adaptive skateboarding in the recent years. Um, for me, it's a personal thing because I nominated my friend, good friend, Andrew Hale, who was one of their grant recipients. He unfortunately had a snowboard accident where he became uh, paralyzed. 
but they were able to get him a grant and it really helped out with his medical bills. And we became just part of the family after that. And it's just been so grateful. And I've been so thankful for everything that Angelique, Gretchen and Ryan do and their whole team and staff, because they're really changing lives out there and it's sick. Yeah. It's really special. And you've impacted them uh, a lot. Yeah. I was honored when they called me and asked me to be on their uh, board of directors and the board members. And, you know, I just, you know, they believe in what I've been doing with the adaptive skateboarding scene and I believe in what they're doing. And, you know, I think it's going to be a great partnership and hopefully we affect uh, many more lives to come. Yeah, well, and I have a quote from uh, from Ryan for you. All right. Oscar is a true inspiration to me, and I'm glad to call him a friend. I can't wait to see what the future holds for us. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, Ryan's a great dude. Yeah. And Angelique. I hit up Angelique as well. Okay. So Oscar <laughs> is not only... So <laughs> make, you, make you blush. Uh-huh. I'm not filming it, though, okay? No, no it's fine. <laughs> Um, Oscar is not only an amazing skater and loyal friend, he's a man of integrity, immense compassion. I am thankful that Oscar is part of the Sheckler Foundation for all those reasons and because he knows how to laugh and have a good time. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you, Angelique and Ryan. Those are great words. Like, yeah, I, I told you, like, they became family and it's, it's, it's really just humbling, like, to, to have that kind of support, you know? Yeah. So. No, you do. You impact, you impact so many like, thank I don't you. know if you realize it. You got this, the greatest energy. You thank should you, bottle that you. stuff. Give it to the Lakers. Sell it <laughs> yeah. to the Lakers. Not kidding. No, we got it this year. <laughs> yeah, so let's switch gears for a sec. Mm-hmm. I want to, you know, I know you've had, you have filmed. Yes. Uh, you are a filmer mm-hmm. and you have filmed and you on the basketball. Yeah. <laughs> courts. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Your first time doing that. Let's talk about that. What uh, was that like? Well, I mean, just shout out again. Was that Staples Center or? Um, no, I mean, well, shout out to skateboarding again because that's what led me to like pick up a video camera and stuff. And then it was kind of like uh, my mom gave me an ultimatum, you know, after high school, was like go to work or school. Uh-huh. So I just went to go learn how to make movies. Uh, it wasn't until post college that like I landed in TV, and just somehow ended up at a. It was Time Warner Cable at the time. I had a friend who referred me. Uh-huh. She told me they're looking for a Spanish uh, editor, Spanish-speaking editor. So that's how I landed in there first. Oh. And then so I landed in the post-production side first. And then, um, but I was doing camera. With Telemendo or? Uh... No, it was Time Warner still. Oh, it was but Time Warner. Okay, started, pardon me. You said yeah, Time Warner. Yeah, and they had, uh, they had just, I think, started the contract with the Lakers. So I was just editing a lot of their uh, footage. And for me, it was a dream come true because I'm a big Lakers fan. So just watching uh, all the footage of Kobe at the time and everything like that. So. Landed in there and then I uh, had a few freelance gigs where I was able to do some, you know, uh, filming at Stable Center and stuff like that. That's pretty cool. I mean, I, I was there a lot for X Games, you know, mm-hmm. for as all, all the years that they were here in Los Angeles. Uh, but kind of reset, had to reset myself like being in, you know, mm-hmm. the the, uh, the media room or being walking down the halls in Stable Center of like, you know, as I was complaining because I couldn't have the coverage that year that I'd had the year before or whatever right. it might be c- complaining. Um and then kind of just being like, whoa, okay, people would die to be here right now. Yeah. You know, you're walking down where the the Lakers walk down to get onto the court. Mm-hmm. You're on the field. You're on the courts. I mean, I'll grant it. There's a bunch of stuff. There's the the, the vert ramp or there right, was the, more dirt the, the mega motto. ramp, uh-huh. you know, later. And, um, yeah, and the dirt as well. And then you're in the trophy room. Right. You know, or the media room as well, which is pretty cool. Take me through that first day of kind of filming for you. Mm-hmm. What that was like. Uh, for me, I mean, it was... It's still pretty hard nowadays, like even going to somewhere like historic like that, like whether it's Staples Center or anything like that. Um, 
for me, I just try to separate my fan side to my work oh, side. Okay. You know, because like, I'll, I'll want to fan out, but I'll take it in. I, I, want to, I don't take it for granted. Like, I'll, I'll be in all, but then I know, like, I'll go, you know, get back to work. Like, oh, I got to make sure I get my shot list done or yeah, whatever. Yeah, why I'm here. Yeah, That's exactly. why I'm here. So, Let me do my job. Yeah. Um, no. For me, I mean, I love it. It's, I, I get to do what I love and I have fun whenever I'm filming. Um, and uh, even that wasn't that too hard. Like, I mean, throughout my whole life, there was people's doubting me or channel like I had professors think like you really want to go into like TV and film like can you carry a camera can you carry a 1k light you You're know like, things like yeah, that sh- here, I'll show <laughs> yeah, you. yeah 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 exactly <laughs> you don't think I can yeah so I mean but um it was cool I'm always filming days are fun for me I have my like my go-to and my set of my routine but I'm always still taking it all in and just being a fan at the same time for sure no, I had a teacher, radio teacher, my uh, broadcasting teacher, and I told him I wanted to go into TV, and he's uh-huh. like, you're too old, you know? And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, and boom, and then I worked five years in TV nice, on camera. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? But it's just like that right. sort of that power, like, yeah, okay, I'll show you. Yeah, but I think it's good, though, sometimes, too, because, like, if you get that, like, oh, you think I can't do it, then it motivates you, too, so. I think I probably have a better, uh, <laughs> I'm better radio face than I do a, a TV face now. <laughs> no, that's cool. I don't fan out at all. That's what I, but I kind of have to re like sometimes when I get stuck, I'm like, I have to sort of reset, you know, and, and now I'm much better. I mean, it was years ago that I would be like, ah, you know, because mm-hmm. it was so challenging with Staples Center, like with credentials. If I was shooting for the skateboard mag, I had VIP, you know, I, but then the skateboard mag wasn't covering anymore. Anyway, so it's it was just a process that I had right. to kind of go through myself. <clears throat> I sound like a little brat, don't I? No, <laughs> no. but I mean, you know, just getting kind of reset on, mm-hmm. you know, but then everyone else, the LA Times photographers, everybody was bitching, you know, like, how are we supposed to get a shot, like, from here? Like, really? Right. You know, but it's, you know, I understand, you know, and so, and I do understand, and I'm grateful for the credentials I do get, you know, like, I'm at Chargers every week, or, you know, and mm-hmm. I think you, I don't, are you, are you a Chargers fan? Um, no, my father-in-law is, um, I got some friends that are, but, uh, we joke. I mean, I'm a Rams fan. I, was, I thought you might yeah, be yeah. a Rams fan. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, no, that's cool. It's, uh, John, John was in the studio and John's got a skating event coming up on, I think this 20 something, 22nd, 23rd, mm-hmm. um, in the Los Angeles Ventura, kind of Thousand Oaks, the okay, Valley I gotta area. I got to check it out. I've been trying to follow well. and skate with John, like John. John's <laughs> I, rad. Yeah. Ever since, since I heard you guys' episode, like he's, that's sick. Rad. I like seeing his video. Yeah, I was stoked to help line that up with uh, with Barracks. That was cool. Yeah, that was real cool. Um, and I'm working on something with NFL Network right now. Nice. For him as well. So hopefully. Awesome. Yeah, so we'll get that locked in. I talked to Steve Weiss over at NFL Network. and mm-hmm. So I'm locking that, trying to lock that in. Nice. Congrats. But uh, yeah, no, yeah. that's cool. Now, I've got some other words for you. Because mm-hmm. you, like I said, you mentioned uh, you kind of impact everybody. Okay, Vern. I talked to Vern oh, later. Oh, yeah. Fun and inspiring to skate with. Nice. Yeah, I love Vern. Vern's been a, a, an also another awesome supporter and backer of what I've been doing. And as someone else I know that's been a pretty big backer of you as well, mm-hmm. or a fan, I should say, but but adores you, is Rob Brink. Yeah. And uh, he said, so, okay, so I met or maybe just saw Oscar for the first time perhaps in 2007 or so. I think it was the first X Games adaptive event. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as... With any adaptive athlete, I was immediately moved and inspired by his courage and determination and ability to, to make skateboarding work despite his disability. But that's the beauty of skateboarding. It's, it is built on adapt, adaption and making use of what you have in order to have fun, do tricks, etc. I've watched Oscar work really hard at skating, at supporting and raising his family, at 
advocating for the adaptive community, getting the support and attention they deserve and need isn't always easy. Uh, skateboarding tends to obsess over one person if their cause if their cause breaks through or the right brand or pro backs them, which is amazing, but I would love to see adaptive athletes getting the same support and momentum that we are now seeing women and the LBGTQ community get. Sorry, I kind of stumbled right there. I wasn't that was not intentional to the communities. <laughs> yeah. Um so he's uh I mean he's Definitely a fan of you skating and then also what you're doing. Right. Yeah. No, I love, thank you, Rob. Rob's always, uh, he's been there since day one as well. Um, he's, yeah, I always looked for him as a, to advice and everything that I'm doing because he's so smart and he gets it and he's, we're on the same wavelength as far as of what it takes to get adaptive skateboarding on the map. Um, him and Vern definitely have been huge pillars in my life so far yeah. in the journey I'm on for sure as well. Good guys. Yeah, no, thank you guys. Yeah, they're rad. I love well, them. Well, no, and I like what he said because that is the thing. That is the thing about skateboarding, um, <clears throat> you know, that we are able to utilize whatever adaptive or mm -hmm. adapt to whatever our surroundings right. are yeah. and our ability. Yeah. Um, and so that was pretty, very poetically right. written. He wrote more too, but, you know, I that was, he wrote, uh, and I'll share those with you yeah. afterwards as well, but just a lot of inspiration. And yeah, he is. He's a great, he's a smart dude, him. and he's a great writer. And, and uh, he hit the nail on the coffin, like, I 100% wholeheartedly agree. Like, you know, I've been, we've been working hard in the past decade plus to get adaptive skateboarding on the map. And I'm super stoked on, like, the influx of women in the LBGT and, the, you know, the gay community and skateboarding, which is great. But, yeah, like, my goal is to get us, you know, at the same, same level. growth level as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Amy, Amy kind of raised the bar as well or brought more light, mm -hmm. I think, too. Yeah, is yeah. That, is that a fair assumption? No, yeah, that, no mean, that, absolutely, yeah. Her notoriety definitely helped, uh, you know, get um, more adaptive action sports on the map. Not only their nonprofit, but snowboarding and the skate side for sure. Yeah, yeah she had her own, she had her own like, a longboard for Element. Oh, she did? Yeah. Rad, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. That's sick, that's sick. Well, and then obviously, I mean, I think of the body issue as well. Yes, right, yeah, she was issue. in the, uh, yeah, and, that was she sick. was not the only one. I think there was other, there's a runner, there's a, uh, they Yeah, I think she was kind of like the. One of the first ones. Right, though. yeah, the pioneer. Yeah, yeah. she could kind of, yeah, safe to say the pioneer, because after that, then they hit up the other, you know, amputees after her. Like, I think she was the first amputee on Dancing with the Stars, if I'm not mistaken. So like yeah, she definitely her notoriety and like her work has propelled herself and and super stoked like she, and she's doing motivational talks and stuff like that. She had a TED talk like that's sick. Wow, that's pretty <laughs> sick. That's awesome. Yeah. Now you did you ever foresee that when you picked up that first Templeton board mm -hmm. that you would have a career skateboarding no, no, and I traveling? Have, I couldn't have imagined it turning out the way it has so far, and I'm stoked it has like. I probably, like, if you had told me, you know, I would never have <laughs> believed it. But, and, you know, I've had a lot of adversity, like, you know, like to get over hurdles and stuff like that. And, and I think, I would like, I mean, everybody has challenges and adversities. It's just like some people, like I said, some are more apparent than others. My, my avenue is probably a little bit more different than other traditional, you know, skaters that have gone to the levels that I've been at. Um, but I'm just, you know, fortunate and grateful for everything, uh, the way it's panned out. What are some, what are the ones that you're, you know, you mentioned there's some adversities that have kind of stuck out longer, harder um, for you. Just like injuries, like getting injured, like every doctor I've met, almost every doctor wanting me is like, oh, you broke your ankle or you're, you know, you, you stubbed, you know, you tore a ligament, like you should stop skateboarding. Like you already have one leg. Why are you going <laughs> to, you know, risk breaking another one or something mm -hmm. like that? Um, but I love it. Like my uh, prosthetist, Chad Marquise, he's always been stoked on everything I do, like. To him, it's like, I think on the professional side for them, it's like, 
they see somebody who shouldn't be doing this, but they're doing it and they're breaking. Like I would break prosthetic feet all the time, like every year growing up as I started to learn how to mm-hmm. skate. Um, finding the right physician, like I said, like I'd always have to change doctors because one would be like, oh, you skateboard? Like you shouldn't do that. And as soon as like they would mention something negative, I'd be like, all right, later I'm going to go look for another physician. Yeah. No, and, but I think that's, I think that that as well, like I think there are, there are some phenomenal doctors out there mm-hmm. and there's some that don't listen yeah. and don't, that aren't that great. Right. And um, so if, you know, I think for everybody, you know, to, to continue to try to find the doctors, not to say what you want them to say, but to mm-hmm. understand, to give you a valid baseline or a valid, you know, reply and be able to right. treat you uh, knowing and treating your heart and, and your soul as well yeah, as just not body. looking at you like a number or nothing yeah. like that. Yeah. You know, so that's, that's pretty cool. So there mm-hmm. are some doctors that have, you've come across. That yeah. There's really yeah, been... the one, the group that I have now and the doctors that I found now, they're definitely the ones that I, you know, I align with for sure. And there's uh people out there, like I said, in the process of like Reggie showers who uh, works for a college park industry is the food, the foot sponsor that I have people like them. have really, like I said, just been backing and blown away of like the things these some adapted not only myself and skateboarding but other adaptive athletes that can do. You know, there's runners out there that are super fast and they got you know they're missing both their legs above the knees or something. Yeah, how can people help? I mean, I know there's there are companies that are help that are coming up mm-hmm. and stepping up. There's how can people, if they want to help, give the gift of sports or mm-hmm. you know whatever it is, you know actions, right. you know action sports, skateboarding, snowboarding. <laughs> How can people help and where should we direct them? Or we're working. I mean, there's a lot of nonprofits out there through across the country that are deserving of it, like Check for Foundation. There's Adaptive Skate Collective out in the Midwest, um, Adaptive Action Sports, they're in Colorado. Uh, there's uh, the Never Say Never Foundation in Florida. There's a lot that I would just recommend going to the Google search of your local nonprofits, whether you know they have action sports programs or skateboarding programs. Reach out or um, you could always message me. You know, reach out to me on social media platforms and I can direct people into like, oh, this event's happening in your town or this event's happening there. Um, But really, I mean, as far as industry, anybody in the industry listening, we need just more support as far as to, like I was mentioning, like we want to be piggybacked and have an adaptive division at the Vans Park Series, at Dutour, at Street League. And that'll really help us gain that momentum and, you know, create the ranking system and create everything that the Paralympics is going to look at when they ha- are ready to review, be like, okay, well, is skateboarding ready to be in Paralympics? And we'll already have all the done the groundwork, Everything and it'll did. be a no-brainer. No, that's amazing. That's the biggest well, so that's industry support was the next we question. Was it, so, do tour, are you going to be – I mean, you, you, you've got a busy weekend. Yeah. <laughs> but, but the following week, we've got do tour right. in Long Beach. I'm going to try to be there. I mean, I have to work, but I'll try to be there just to hang out and watch. Um, unfortunately, I don't think there's going to be any adaptive element there. Uh, this year, X Games, there's an adaptive contest. So hopefully, Minnesota? yeah, in Minnesota, August 1st through the 4th. And this year, like we used to do adaptive demos at X Games. Mm-hmm. This is the first official contest that they're granting. And there's like prize money and everything. Wow. So, And they really like nitpicked because there's a lot of deserving adaptive skateboarders out there that didn't get the invite. And, you know, I'm pretty bummed that they didn't. But I mean, I'm stoked that I got the invite, but they like really got the, you know, best of the best out there. So. I'm stoked to be on that list, but like, hopefully it grows next year and like everybody else, like it'll be more inclusive for everybody else to get that, that same opportunity. Bravo, man. Yeah. That's so rad. So in the next step is hopefully like X Games becomes, you know, you know, a platform 
a stepping well, stone to the well, Olympics, it is. hopefully. It's huge. Well, I mean, and it's a, like I know, it's, I know, it's a great platform right. for any athlete. You right. Know? No. No. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It is like, but I know, like, I think Dutour is an official like Olympic yeah, stop. Yeah, it is. Yeah. They're actually they are. Uh, Ortiz came to my birthday skate mm -hmm. uh, last week, and he said that they are doing. There's going. There's going to be um, international skaters from yeah. that that are not that can't even drop in um, from all over the world. Right. At Due to yeah, London was uh, the crazy first too. Tuesday, you know, and so I'm going to go Tuesday, I believe next Tuesday after mm -hmm. the show, uh, Matt Miller's coming in studio, but I think oh, I'm nice. going to hit Long Beach on my way home and mm -hmm. check it out um, just to, because I think that's kind of cool because this is I mean, just, you know, I mean, it's just, it, yeah, I think it's going to be cool. I mean, I'm just a totally different level, um, but really rad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, London, this SLS stop, this, the crowds are massive. Like I've been to street leagues before, like a grand and never to one in London, but. I mean, they there's a good turnout, but I, it was like double the size, I believe, just because it was an Olympic qualifier. Wow! And there was like you know a ton more like skaters, like you could see the skaters you recognize. Obviously, your Nijas, your you know, your Felipe, um, everybody, you know. Yeah. So and then, but there's a bunch of other faces you don't recognize, and it's like all these international teams that are trying to make it and stuff. Yeah, it's pretty rad. Yeah. I mean, that that's pretty. I mean, that 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 for me, skateboarding has been like it's get I got to I've gotten to travel all over the world and mm -hmm. skate and shoot photos and you would be on tours and you'd be at the train station and you'd see you know here comes the girl guys or here comes right. some Osiris the Osiris team or mm -hmm. here comes you know different groups of skaters on everyone and I don't know it's just really and then you meet all these international skaters that become friends and this is before social media where it was right. really difficult. So you were so stoked, like Marseille. We were so mm -hmm. stoked to see everybody or Prague, you know, like, you know, different events, Northampton um, and Munster, you know, like, yeah. uh, but, you know, just being able to see all these uh, international friends. And then the, the, I remember for that Munster event, kids would come like from Turkey. They would take like a train for 48 hours, you know, wow. and, uh, and to come and they would camp out mm -hmm. uh, and just to come and see just to see some of their favorite skaters skate in the stadium, in the stands, you know, I don't know. It's just really, it's, it's yeah, really cool. That's sick. Well, I just got, I just got a text, another text, another quote from you. Um, uh, Fabrizio wanted to uh, pitch oh, in here. So uh, there are friends, there is family, and then there are friends that become family. Oscar is our family. So that now I have to tell Thanks, you, Fabrizio. Yeah, no, it's so that's that's a nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You no, do. It is like I mean, I, like there. It's all like I say. It's just I, I'm lost at words because they're all so grateful. Like they're all so kind and generous, and I'm just grateful to have those those friendships. And like I said, I just attribute it all to like just seeing that grant and for them even having that grant open for the public. You know, stuff like that. Like is the only reason I was able to get nominated, Andrew, and you know. Fortunately, he won, and that's how I met, you know, formed all these relationships. And I'm just super thankful and grateful to all of them. I love them all. Yeah, well, and they love you all. Uh, because I, I swear, I, I, I reached out, and I had seriously, like, texts immediately from, like, <laughs> six people, like, yeah. or five people. Boom, 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 boom. <clears throat> Actually, four and then five. Wait, I think, yeah. Five, no, nice. six. Yeah, yeah. cool. <laughs> Anyways, I can't count anymore. I'm going to blame it on my head. I've fallen <laughs> on my head. I didn't fall on my head, though, but I've had concussions. Were you wearing a helmet? Were you scared Never wear a helmet. <laughs> Never. Uh, I'm knocking on for Micah again. <laughs> so we've got about 10 more minutes, mm -hmm. um, a little bit less. Uh, anything you would like to talk about or share? 
Um, I don't know. We we'll put me on the spot. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, are um, things coming up? I mean, uh, the Fontana thing. Like, I mean, just if you're if you have the availability, just come out and support. Check it out. Okay. Um, and now, anything? Are you going to be also? I'm sorry to interrupt mm-hmm. you, but are you going to also be on? Are you going to be on more of the tour with the Sheckler Foundation? Yeah, I'm gonna do my best. Um, they've given me the stop date, so I'm I'm already trying to align and coordinate with work and get those days off work. Okay. Um, so yeah, because I I mean, this is a great opportunity, and like this is their tenth year, like. And I'm like I said, I'm super stoked to be on the board and to be able to celebrate it with them like this would be sick. So I've done one like tour road trip in my skate career with uh, Adaptive Action Sports back in uh, 09. Uh-huh. They got a balance bar grant for like 10K and we did it up like a, we flew to the East Coast from like Jersey, rented an RV, drove down to like Florida, flew back to the West Coast in like uh, Seattle and then drove down to LA. So like that was like two weeks. I was like 19. It was sick. So, oh, like, to be able to do something like this with Shackler Foundations, you know, reminiscent of that. So, I, I definitely am trying not to miss it. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then, I mean, I know one stop is actually at X Games in Minneapolis. Uh, oh, you yeah. Know, there's going to be a few days, actually, I think, in Minneapolis. Yeah, there's another one. Um, So, one of the grant recipients, Wiggle the toe, Your Toes, is another foundation that does, like, Midwest adaptive clinics and stuff. So, that's going to be pretty cool. And, like, they're giving their uh, grant right the, yeah, the day before X Games, before our contest, I believe. July 31st, they're going to do it. So if you're in Minneapolis, come out to that and check that out. All right, cool. Yeah, and uh, and definitely want to check out this weekend. Also, if they maybe want a chance to, if they can't get to Fontana mm-hmm. or Sacramento this weekend, because he's such a jet-setting guy, <laughs> um, maybe Long Beach this weekend, maybe kind of try to you know follow Oscar on Instagram, yeah. see where he's at. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm... You're always so friendly and warm, welcoming. I'm Thank sure you. that anyone that was would be reaching out or trying to meet you. Yeah, yeah I'm would approachable. Have that I think. <laughs> I think I'm approachable. I think I'm approachable. Yeah, just uh, and then I, I mean, just help us out. Be vocal. You know, if there's a suggestion box, I do tour. Tell me on adaptive skate divisions. <laughs> okay, cool. No, I like that. Yeah. Okay, so that's where you can do your your uh, due diligence. Mm-hmm. Do a little muscle work for yeah. us all. Yeah, help us out. The more the the more the voices they hear, the more they'll. They'll have to listen. Right well, hey, I wanted to um, also want to give you, um, Wave hooks me up with some sodas. I wanted to share some with oh, you. Thank and you. Uh, there's also a bamboo uh, straw in there and then Sweet. some clayer as well. I don't know if you've tried clayer. No, um, it? oh. It's pretty rad. It's um, I'm a, I'm a ooh, muscle and joint relief for your knee. Yeah. I'm going to use that on my knee. It <laughs> is. And it's really actually helps. It doesn't stain your clothes because that uh-huh. was my worry. Um, I put it on my shoulders when I first got it. Yeah. Um, but you can, it doesn't stain. You want to put enough on there, like put a thick layer, they say. Mm-hmm. Let it dry for about 20 minutes and then brush it off or, or wash it off. Okay. Um, you know, it works uh, It works really good. Right. Um, and also if you have a zit <laughs> or an open wound, uh, you can put it on there as well and it kind of acts as a Band-Aid. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty sick. Sick, thank you. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, I'll try it out. Yeah. Cool. So any last shout-outs? You want to give any shout-outs? Uh, shout out to my wife, Devin, my kids, Alicia and Otto, uh, my mom, my sister, the whole family, brother-in-law. Uh, oh, shout out to my nephew's birthday today. Oh. Isaiah, happy birthday, Isaiah. Happy um, birthday, Isaiah. Everybody that supports me, all my sponsors, uh, everybody that, you know, has said the nice things about you, like Angelique, Vern, Rob, Ryan, everybody, uh, Fabrizio, thank you for that. Um, shout out to everybody, all the Void crew, everybody. Thank you, Desiree. Shout out to you. No, of course. I feel so blessed when I got to meet you and then kind of gotten to be friends over mm-hmm. the years, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah, I want to come skate that ramp one day. That thing yeah, looks fun. Yeah, you should come. <laughs> totally. No, that <laughs> the bowl. Yeah, yeah, the bowl looks sick. The bowl is fun. I love my my guys. That was the that was the good part. Like the 
The guys couldn't, the guys all like signed a group card for me that I skate mm-hmm. with on Wednesday yeah. and I gave me a $25 gift card for Starbucks. Nice. You know, so that was really cool. And then yeah. I got injured. I was like, <laughs> and I knew it. Anyways, that was an explicit, I, I didn't say out loud, even though I can, mm-hmm. I won't say it. <laughs> Uh, but you guys, I want to thank uh, thank you guys all for tuning in. Thank you so much for making the time to come in today, thank you Oscar. For me. Thank you for having um, me. Such a so grateful to know you. Likewise. Yeah, and I want to thank Ryan. I want to thank uh, Sheckler, uh, Angelique, Fabrizio, Rob Brink, and Vern Laird also for uh, for contributing uh, some words on a fantastic man. We all seem we all are gifted to know through skateboarding. For you guys for tuning in, Matt Miller's coming in studio next week. And I will be at uh, mini camps next week for the Chargers. So you definitely want to follow me on Instagram at Desiree underscore Astorga or at the Desiree show. I kind of do on both um, and definitely want to follow Oscar Loretto Jr. Uh, on both as well. And uh, fa- Facebook? Uh, the same, Oscar Loretto Jr. Okay. I think, Twitter? Uh, Are you on Twitter much? Not, not really. I have a handle. I haven't used it. I'm not very active Okay, on so get, get him to go. Get him to yeah. use Twitter. So go go hit him up on Twitter. Give him a shout out. Tell him you heard him on the, on the show. And you guys have a dynamite week. Thanks, and I'm out. <laughs>